Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Thank you for joining us at the table with Darlene this evening. We are so glad that you are tuned in, and we hope that you will maybe tell, uh, text someone or call someone real quick and tell them that they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. And uh, in fact, if you are just joining in and you like this program, we would encourage you to go back and listen because I think this is like 61 maybe. So 61. Oh, wow. Well, they this, could binge our podcast. You could binge on a podcast. And, yeah. there's, and, and, you know, there's such a variety. I promise if you listen just to last week's or even to this one, mm -hmm. there is a wide variety of, of topics. We've laughed. We've cried. We've been to those places where... You know, it's like, God, uh, what are you doing in this in this room, in this table? And we are sitting around the table, actually, mm -hmm. and um, we have coffee, and what are you drinking over there, Tiffany? Tea. Tiffany. My daughter, Tiffany Kramer, which is, mm -hmm. we're glad that you're here this evening. She's drinking tea, and then we have, and, and we have sitting next to her, which First time in 61 episodes. 61 episodes. I was forced. That's about 30 or 40 hours, isn't it? 45. 45 hours. I just did the math. I thought you, just you did. did the math. Yeah. Thank goodness. I knew wow. what you were doing. Yeah. That's something. Wow. 45 hours so of see, content. Oh, my gosh. So I can download all of them and take a trip overseas and back and even listening a little bit. Yeah, I love doing Or when doing you're that. running every morning before work mm -hmm. on the treadmill. I would like to just plug, plug uh -huh. the podcast because there has been such a variety Yes. It's, it's not just been the same monotonous thing all the time. Every, you never know. I, I, don't know. I don't know about every week, but I do know that over the course of 61 episodes, there's been some tremendous guests that oh, have come yes. in. Some have come in personally. Mm -hmm. Some have been uh, via the telephone. Mm -hmm. uh, some have been uh, Facebook Live. Yes. And, uh, and then some has just been the same old four or five people around here. <laughs> yeah, sometimes but, six. But yeah. every episode has been different, and they they, but been. they've all been very good. And uh, just because we may have recorded it a year ago, it doesn't mean that the material isn't fresh yeah. and can still minister to you. Right. And, oh, absolutely. And this coming from you. our biggest fan. Yeah, and we happen to have him with us tonight, mm -hmm. my husband, Daryl Rose. Glad I have to be a fan. That's right. And we call him in when he's in the building. We're like, come on, we're doing podcasts. Get yourself in here. Yeah, he got screamed at today. Right? I know. Yeah, yeah, he well, did. I'm married to the fanette, so yeah. I've got fanette. to be good. Yeah. <laughs> the fanette, whatever that wow. means, I'm not sure. But Chris, your sidekick is sitting over here next to me today. I know. I know. I miss, I miss you, Chris. I miss you. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if this arrangement's going to work gagged. at all. Yeah. Well, get me out of here. Well, when we sit next to each other, we can kind of pick on each other. Mm -hmm. We do. I know. Now we're going to have to kick each other. Yeah. Yeah. On me. And I may kick the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm going to keep my feet away. Yeah. But we have our coffee and we have our tea. And so hopefully you'll get something to drink and sit at your table or sit in your chair or in, in your, your car, car, wherever you're at. They're we, probably exercising because it's January. This is true. Everybody is... Uh, at least is, till February. Yeah. Yes. Uh, There's like 10 more I days I got so to tickled the other day. Daryl came in from the doctor and, and uh, he had been had to do a, te uh, a stress test, a stress test on, and uh, he had walked and he comes in and <laughs> runs up the steps. He hadn't run up the steps for a little while. <laughs> and he runs because he did really good on his test. And he comes up running up... He passed up, his test. Yeah, he passed his test. <laughs> and he comes running up the steps and he said... I'm going to start walking. I made up my mind. Made up my mind. I'm going to start walking 20 minutes a day. 
How's that going, Dad? That was uh, <laughs> that was Monday of this week, I think. How many times did you do it? I haven't done it once yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I haven't. Not even once. Well, my wife told me not to. She said, "What? She I do not believe. I that. don't believe that at all." I I was on. What my, did I tell you? You said I was going to do it every day, and you said no. Just do it three times a week. Yeah, I said this every day. <laughs> so did you well, do it? Three do you times? know when I told him to do it? Three times a week was out about the second or third day into it. You were encouraging him because he I hadn't was encouraging done it yet. him because he hadn't because you know every day mm-hmm. in twenty minutes he said I said how about ten, you know lower it a little bit start with ten three times a day, <laughs> three Don't. times a day, three times a day. <laughs> I mean, three That's days That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, three days well, that away. was the plan. I don't know if it. you were encouraging or, or what. That almost sounds like the way the devil talks to me. <laughs> well, I, I would like, Get behind me. I Satan. would like to yeah. encourage our listeners to please walk every day. <laughs> you don't need to pray 20 minutes a day, Chris. 10 minutes is just fine. <laughs> just do it three times a week for five minutes. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, on an average, a new habit only lasts six days. Really? It's not really a habit. Yeah. It's not a habit. Well, a new attempt a of a new habit. A attempt yeah. of a habit. Yeah. I know. And, and you ha- have to do it. Yeah. And how, long, how many times do you have to do something before it actually becomes a habit? I think it's like 31 times something or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, his knee has not been well. And I didn't want him to get himself to, Because the next day, the reason he didn't go walk was after he had gone to the doctor and he had walked, his knee was really hurting him, so he didn't walk. So This is not at the table as, with Daryl's knee. This is real life. As, real life right here. As encouragement, I was trying to tell him to, you know, let's start off a little bit slower so we won't give up and well, not do it. So It's, it's been hopefully, slow. Hopefully. <laughs> it's a really slow start. Next time That's that he like comes on the podcast, hopefully... Uh, we can say, Pastor, yes. how's the walking yes. doing? And yeah. he's going to tell you. You that heard he's... it here first, listeners. Yeah. There I, you go. So walk... I probably won't do it tonight, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> okay, but There's always tomorrow. <laughs> listen up. Listen up, all of you, and see uh, when the next time is that Pastor Daryl begins to walk. Let's every see if day. we can get something more spiritual now. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's pretty spiritual because. You have to take care of your temple. Yes, we all. We it's all not have... my temple. We all have to struggle. It's the temple the of the temple. Holy Spirit. The temple yeah. that He gave you a, a house to live in. Yeah, and it is our it is our duty to take care of it, and and I think that's why in January we we all take a pause and we stop and mm-hmm. you know uh, that's when you fast more. That's when which will be over Sunday. Yes. Oh, Lou has already got meat in the fridge. This guy Fine. gets in my truck with a donut tonight. <laughs> I, before I entered the truck, I asked for permission. <laughs> you said, can I eat in your truck? In front of you. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought you meant, can you eat and in I my don't, truck? And I don't know what, what you're fasting. Mm-hmm. Well, so he was believe me, it's... Exercise. It, exercise. it is donuts. <laughs> he is fasting exercise. I know you're fasting walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think That's the fast so is over Sunday. Yes, Sunday's the last day, is it? Yeah. Well, it is of the church columns. And yeah. So we'll yeah. see what's next. But, yeah, we're into a new year, and everybody's doing different things. And here we are, you know, at the last of the year. And picking pe- on Dad. Yeah, we're picking on him. We will probably do that for the – but actually, on this particular Sunday, uh, <laughs> and since you are our guest, this will have been uh, – this podcast will be when you have been pastor – of Solid Rock yes. for 45 years. Is that yeah. this Sunday? Yes. Well, is it really? It is when this podcast is going to be on. It will be the 28th, which will, or I think that's a Sunday the 28th. Yes. Probably. Yeah, yeah Sun- I guess the 31st will be my anniversary. 
I'm not sure. Is that when your anniversary would be, or would it be the no, 24th? I don't remember. <clears throat> I'll have to pull the paperwork out and look. Yeah, but anyway, 45 years that you've been in Farmington, Missouri, as a pastor of Solid Rock. That is quite the landmark. 45 years ago, did you think that it was the 29th you'd still be here? No, no, I, I, I didn't think I would be here forever. Yeah. So that will but, be... Uh, when this podcast is on. It was my second church, though. This was our my second church. Uh, we pastored a church in Kentucky, and uh, it was a very bad experience. Uh, the The uh, previous pastor stayed there, uh, which was a woman, and her, her husband was the head deacon, and they still wanted to control and run the church. <clears throat> and uh, I just, uh, my philosophy is if the pastor has no authority, he can't be a real good spiritual leader. And so I stayed there maybe five, six months, something like that, and it was a bad experience. Came home and became my, my dad's associate pastor for uh, about a year and then moved to Farmington. Been here ever since. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, 45 just, it's years. just been amazing to... We've seen babies born. Yes. A lot We've of babies. dedicated to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Then we have married them, mm -hmm. and then we have dedicated their children, their children. and baptized you know, them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then and, their children have had children. And then we have buried a bunch of them yes. do. Yes, yeah, so. that's so true. Yeah, you, yeah. When you've been that long, you have yeah. children and their children and then their children. Yeah. So we're grandparents around here to a lot of. Lot yeah, I was of just children. telling the couple out in the church a moment ago that uh, all the younger people call me Papa Rhodes mm -hmm. and call you Mama Rhodes and uh, or Bella. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really funny because uh, when I was started the church, they didn't do that. When I was twenty six years old, they <laughs> they didn't call me Papa Rhodes. <laughs> You hadn't earned that title yet. No. So. But I wear it proudly now. Oh, You're true. very sown into this community. Yeah. Yes. I, well, yes. it's it's the grace of God. Uh, I love this community, and uh, yes, uh, I, I have a lot of it. I have a lot of uh, uh, respect in this community. But it's the grace of God. It's, yeah, it's, and it's the it's the Lord Jesus inside of me. It's certainly not me. Yeah. And you respect this community. I do. Because because we know that this is the this is the God place. You know that this is the place that you're supposed to be supposed to invest. Your this is where your life is. This is where we we put down the roots and we've allowed them to grow, you know, and flourish. And so we have that investment into the people of the city. And so it's a pleasure to serve Farmington. I remember preaching uh, at a at a pastors conference. Oh, it's been. Uh, it's been 20 years ago because I the title of my message was How to Stay at a Church for 25 Years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know your title for your upcoming service. So I'm going to have to redo it now. But but there was a lot of good points in there because mm -hmm. people get discouraged after a few years and they think they've run out of things to preach. They can't come up with something new. They, you know, they think they've exhausted all their uh, uh, <clears throat> resources to to uh, find something to preach in and. Uh, I remember that. I remember we were in uh, Republic of Georgia. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the my God. most the if I think about your sermons that I've heard over the years, the one that always sticks out to me is the bride who wore combat boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget. I went no. to J.C. Penney and I got a mannequin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a full full. Mm -hmm. I think it was a woman. It, mannequin. it was because we wore put Tammy's a, wedding dress. I think. Yeah, we put Tammy's wedding dress on it. Yeah, and yeah. it had combat, combat boots. Combat boots. The bride who wore combat boots. You have to look it up. And it was yeah. a, it was a series mm -hmm. that preached for several weeks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was it was funny. In fact, somebody we were talking about that to somebody here a while back, and I don't know why, but it just struck us all funny, and so we were really laughing about <laughs> that. 
But but it was one of those things that that stands out. That stuck to out you. though. The bride of Christ. We you know, have to and, put our combat boots. Yeah. On. And which goes to where we're at in life right now. You know, mm. here we are, forty-five years in ministry and still loving it. Isn't that? Oh something? yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm living the dream. I can't think of anything I'd rather mm-hmm. do at my age. And and uh, retirement's not even in the uh, vocabulary, mm-hmm. uh, except when I get a little aggravated. <laughs> when your when your knee hurts. <laughs> when I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I, I love. We love what we're doing. Absolutely. And. Uh, there's, uh, it's just fun to, it's fun to, to be in the center of God's will. It is. Yeah. And yeah. we've been teaching on the last couple of Wednesday nights on finding your place in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, once you find that place, God gives you the grace to continue in it. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's always, it doesn't mean it's forever or for 45 years, mm-hmm. uh, because there's been a lot of pastors that, you know, relocated and, mm-hmm. you know, may have been through the will of God for them to leave. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, it's just the grace of God. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about it, there's been so many phases that we as pastors have gone through because there's been a lot of changes over that 45 years, a lot of, and had we, I mean, God wanted us to stay here, and had we not been pliable to that, then we wouldn't have seen the next step, the next phase of what God wanted to do. So it's really something kind of goes back. We were talking ending the last show we talked about Moses and you know and how he was called and and how he had all the excuses why he couldn't do it but look how Moses led the people out of Israel you know and and but he out of Egypt and but he he didn't quit he went through a lot of phases there was a lot of phases of the journey and and when you think about it so many phases yeah. Uh, of mm-hmm. a journey of life. Mm-hmm. We just, we've been blessed to be able to stay mm-hmm. here in Farmington and from this church, from this city, God has allowed us to be here, go through so many phases of mm-hmm. life. We've made a lot of mistakes. So and, did Moses. Yes. And, we but talked we've about had, him in our oh, life. Yeah, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. But we had triumphs. We've had a lot of triumphs too, you know, And but we've stayed with it and because we have... We've been able to see the crops, even though there have been some that have failed. We've seen a lot more that have succeeded mm-hmm. than have failed. And all of the harvest of people that that literally are around the world mm-hmm. that we've been able to be part of. Mm-hmm. So so it's really exciting. We're getting into 2021. And... Daryl and I, we, you know, we've talked, and we are excited about 21. Yeah. You know, we really, really are. And why are we excited about 21? You know, it's like because if you listen to the negativity, <clears throat> if you listen to the worry of some people, and worry is real. You know, we're not trying to negate that people have worries. And sometimes, you know, people, they get a little overwhelmed, and then they got to deal with that, you know. And so we definitely are compassionate towards that because we've been in that in our lives, those days where it's heavy on you. Mm-hmm. But we also know that 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 heaviness is not there to stay, nor are we to allow it to stay. And so there's a lot of things to be negative about in 2021 if you want to stay in that perspective. Or we can be excited because, you know, we talked last year a few podcasts back. I'm not sure where. But we talked about the fact that we really believe God was going to bring revival, personal revivals, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I believe it can be corporate. But I really believe that God's going to bring personal revivals into people's lives because 
there's a real need mm-hmm. for Jesus right now in our lives. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of people that are really depressed and really heavy and having a rough time. But when that drawing near to God and that personal revival and in, and we're beginning to speak and you hear it more and more, in spite of all the negativity, you can really uh, hear an excitement of what's going on mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm. Yeah, I really, you know, I'm not one to predict. So many preachers will predict the last of December, the first of January. They'll predict, you know, what this next year is going to be. And and sometimes it's just a catchphrase or mm-hmm. or some some big name minister came up with something that mm-hmm. everybody kind of, it trickles down. And uh, I've never been much for that. Now, I will make proclamations and declarations. Yes, we'll always declare what yes. the word says mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter whether it's December, January, or June mm-hmm. or July. The word works. And so... Uh, the Bible says, "Decree a thing, and it will be established." And we have done that. We have yes. made we had made public decrees, but I really feel like, and I, I really haven't heard anybody say this. I heard a I heard everybody last year saying, "You know, this 2020 is the year of perfect vision. It's the year that we're going to mm-hmm. see things, and and God's going to reveal things to us. It's going to be a, a year of 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 insight." Well. You know, it was it's yeah, just yeah. different. Inside. Actually, 2020 yeah. started off with a bang, but it ended as a bust because, yeah. uh, you know, it starts off with a bang because every every uh, New Year's Eve there's a lot of fireworks going uh-huh. off. So, it's it does start off with a bang. But uh, I feel like 2021, and this is just this is just from Dr. Uh, is going to be a year for the church. I, I really do. do. It's going to be the year for the church. I believe people are going to be scared. People are going to be have a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. People are going to wonder about their future. Mm-hmm. They're going to wonder about their country. And uh, I believe people are going to start filling the churches just like they did on 9-11. That's what mm-hmm. I was just going to uh-huh. say, just uh-huh. like we felt at 9-11. Yeah. Uh, the only the different thing about 9-11 was it seemed like three or four weeks after it was over with, everybody went back to their life. I believe this is going to this is going to be one that's going to stick. Do. It's going to really, stick. I do too. I believe that it is a harvest time. I believe that people will turn to God because they definitely can't trust in a man. Yeah. They can't trust in what is going on around them to to do what mankind can yeah. do. Sometimes it's it's well, really have, impossible. Right? Have now. you all noticed the new families that have been coming in just mm-hmm. in the last few weeks? I yeah. don't even know their names. Right. I got a text from somebody this week that said, uh, my daughter and son-in-law decided to land at your church. And I didn't have the heart to tell them. I didn't know who they were. <laughs> We've just had so many new families coming in. And I, I'm i having a hard time remembering names. Up, yeah. Yeah. Good old Dwayne. He's he's the Dwayne and Christy are so good. Yes. Are really good. They are yeah. specialists at they names. Are. They are. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's it's a time for us all to... To when we mentioned it last one, to begin to look at the good that's around us, begin to look you hopeful, have to. begin to look forward and, and be excited because when the Word of God tells us that when things are dark, when when it seems like all around things are falling, they're crumbling, that that we're supposed to look up, we're supposed right. to see that the redemption is drawing near. Mm-hmm. What is the redemption? You know, you people are praying, Lord, get me out of this situation. You know what? And I just believe that God is, says, I'm, you know, stay put, keep your feet to the fire, and let me use you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we don't know when Jesus is coming. We know that he's going to come back. But, but you know, we're not living for him to get us out of here nope. until we're finished. We don't want to <clears throat> get out of here. 
we want, and just because something didn't go our way doesn't mean we're not finished. Right. And, and yeah. so we need to get rid of that kind of thinking in our mind, you know, because just because we've had some failures, things haven't worked the well as way the way that we wanted them to. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean that there's no out for us because I think this is when the way is going to be made more plain than it ever has been. Yeah. Chris. Yes. Um, you know, with all the political stuff that's going on and all that sort of thing, I found myself for just a minute getting anxious. Mm -hmm. And then God spoke to me, not just towards the election, but towards everything, is God's bigger than that. Yes. And he, he's bigger than whoever's in office. He can move around anybody. He can move around anybody. He can alter anything. And yes. it may not be the exact way I want it, but God's bigger than that. And if I... I'm going to sit there and limit him to a man or limit him to a situation exactly. or limit him to anything, then then what kind of God is he? I mean, and that's not the way he is. Right. And, you know, we talked about a few months ago that, you know, about Jesus sleeping on the boat in the middle of the storm and that oftentimes people don't realize that Jesus was sleeping probably, you know, tornado, hurricane, who, who knows what it was. It was mm -hmm. a giant lake, but... Um, he, he was sleeping and that's ultimate peace and that's ultimate mm -hmm. faith. I mean, that's... He knew his outcome. He knew mm -hmm. who he was. He knew who he was serving. He knew, I mean, that's the way I want to be, and that's what I pray over people, that they have the faith that they can sleep on the boat during the storm yeah. and yes. that they have that ultimate faith of knowing that it can be storming and it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. You know, go and out in the front porch, look <laughs> at the tornado. Not They're, saying to do that, but it's no, that kind of... No, but that's that kind yeah. of faith. Yeah. yeah. And the fact is we're in a storm. Right. And we may be in a storm quite a while. I... I have a feeling that, that America is going to see storm like we've never seen it before. I, so I really do. I think this is what we're going to be living through for a while, but we're going to go through it. Mm -hmm. I think I think yeah. maybe a lot of a lot of Christians and believers are just just afraid of the persecution that they might get. And mm -hmm. persecution is not new to believers. It may be new to us mm -hmm. uh, as mm -hmm. as American believers, but it's it, it's nothing new to uh, to to Christianity. Yeah. And uh, I mean, every time every time there comes a little persecution, the first thing people say is, uh, you know, is the Lord coming? You know, when's the end of the time going to be? Is surely He's going to? Yeah, I want to get out of here. I've had that and, discussion, people. It's going to get so quickly. bad. I like this isn't as bad as the Roman Empire. I guarantee you, it's not that bad. Right. <laughs> it, it won't be that bad for a while. Nero's yeah. not right. dipping dipping Christians in kerosene yeah. and, and lighting them to. I don't to, think we're going to go there. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, right. so yeah. and and if you read the Word of God, every time there was persecution, the church prospered, yes. the believers prospered, yes. because they, I believe, they sought God more. Right? They mm -hmm. they were in they were kind of mm -hmm. uh, in a forced to, but you know, ended up seeking God, and God came through. That's that's the kind of God we serve. You know, we may not pay any attention to Him until we get in trouble. Then we cry out to Him, and He's there, and just he's full there. of mercy and grace. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, so, are we living in the end times? Uh, probably uh, in the end of the end times. Who knows? Where it could exactly be the beginning we're, of the end. Yeah. We're in we the third know. day, you we know. We're in yeah. a, and according mm -hmm. to the scriptures, a lot of good things happened on the third day. Yes. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, end times math is different than than our kind of math. Mm -hmm. And uh, even you know, even the disciples said, uh, "Lord, uh, is this is it the end of the time?" You know, they thought they were in the end times. They did. They did. Yeah, they did. yeah. two thousand years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Columbus, yeah. Uh, Christopher Columbus said uh, that the world's not going to last over one hundred and fifty-five more years. He yeah. thought it was totally over with. Yeah. You know, and I, I that had was a, his prediction, and we're yeah. still here. Yeah. yeah. 
I had a book in my library that said 88 Reasons Jesus is Coming in 1988. My dad had that book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. and so, when he didn't come in '88, he revised it and rewrote it to 89, 89. 89 reasons yeah. why Jesus, you know, and and so, you know, people are are, it's almost like they're looking for an escape, instead of enduring to the end. Well, I we think need to dig our heels in. We yes. do. You yes, know, that's absolutely. What needs to yes. Don't be thrown from the horse. No, Amen. And you're so right, Tiffany, because I think that's the human nature wants to give up escape. when it gets. We yeah, escape. always looking for that escape. Living route. for the escape. Yes, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and uh, that's we weren't brought in to run. Mm-hmm. We weren't brought in that's to right. the picture. This is our season. This is our time, and the only way that we're going to be able to see the harvest come in is to be exactly who God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. The fact that we get to live right now, and you know when uh, Daryl and I was talking this morning about Jesus, you know uh, when he came walking on the water, and. Peter began to walk to him. As long as he was keep his eyes on P, uh, on Jesus, he was do, he was walking. Well, all of a sudden he saw the storm, and we do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we're going towards Jesus. Right. Things are going. Oh, he, you know, we've been we've been crying out. You know, and we're having a rough time out here. And all of a sudden, uh, God, uh, he's heard our prayers, and there he is. And Peter's all excited, and he gets out because his faith is high, mm-hmm. and he begins to walk. And that's what we that happens with us. You know, we see God move a little bit, and we get all excited. And then, you know, Peter, like all of us, you know, oh, he became very aware again, you know, that there's a storm going mm-hmm. on. Very aware, you know, whether it's somebody else is telling us how bad it is, or Peter, you're going to drown. Look at you, you're going to drown. Or his mind told him that, obviously. But but it could have been somebody vocally, you know, tell mm-hmm. us, you know, all the bad report, all the bad news. But Jesus, mm-hmm. even in that moment when he allowed his thoughts, when he got his eyes off of Jesus, he still loved him so much. And, and, and you know, and he told him to, you know, he, he grabbed him and he told him to come on, you know, and, and Peter made it to the other side. Mm-hmm. And if we will just remember that in our weaknesses and in in our moments and i believe peter just had a moment he just had a moment yeah. we have moments yeah and and it was a building of faith oh look even in my even even after i had jumped out and act so excited and all the boys were watching me then all of a sudden i'm sinking yeah. and i'm crying because i'm sinking at least he got out of the boat though he did get out of the boat right. and and but he was learning mm-hmm. by that sinking and then getting on over where jesus had told him right. he would that was a faith builder and so if we can allow these times of when we sink yeah. not sink us mm-hmm. and not let our minds go nuts well i should have done better than that i should be stronger than that what's wrong with me we need to see that he doesn't think of us like that. He loves it when we just keep, you know, it's okay that he had to rescue us. Mm-hmm. And and he, he doesn't mind that at all. I think that uh, Peter took his eyes off of Jesus is symbolic of us getting our eyes off of the word. Mm-hmm. According to John chapter 1, Jesus is the word. He yes. was the word. He The word became flesh. And so uh, we could apply that today that when you get your eyes off mm-hmm. of the word, Mm-hmm. then you, you're you going to sink. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just the wind, the storm. It's just a distraction. It and is. What we're going through right now, it's only a distraction to get our eyes off of the Word, mm-hmm. to uh, to forsake the promises that God, that God has given us. And yeah. I was thinking about this. In fact, I think I shared it with some of the staff last night, that uh, uh, we, we talk about Jesus come and get us out of here and how, you know, really that's really selfish. 
And and the reason God has not told Jesus to come and you know bring your people home yet is because God's not willing that any should perish. So he's, his grace is actually extending the time of the believer on the earth so that we would win more people to the Lord and not, not uh, mm-hmm. as many, you know, uh, go into eternity without the Lord Jesus Christ, which in turn should make us be more urgent about the commission that the Lord has given us. Yeah. Instead of having that escape mentality, like you said, or, yeah. or Lord, get it, get, you know, come and come and get us out of here. We can't take any more of this. What about the millions of? It, it could be it could be a family member. Yeah, it could be a, a a classmate. It could be, you know, a friend at work that that doesn't know Jesus, and all because you want to get out of here. It's selfish. Yes. It's very mm-hmm. selfish. It's ego. It is, and I do believe in the coming of the Lord, and I do believe He's coming, and mm-hmm. and I do believe that we could be living in the last days, but not because, you know, not because you we're afraid. Yeah, yeah, or or just want to get out of this mess. Yeah, I do want to go to heaven. And yes, I do want to, to see my mom and I want to be with family members. And But but uh, there's still a lot of work to be done. There is. A lot there of work is. to be done. Yeah, and, and when if we can get the perspective that Jesus has, because he's told his disciples that we would know by the signs of the time. Well, we can look at some signs and we can know that it has to be getting, every day it's getting nearer. And so that should cause us to be excited to do what we can do, whatever time that we have left on this earth. Because we, if nothing else, 2020 was an example to us how quickly life can change Mm -hmm. and how quickly Mm -hmm. it did change. And, And it brought us kind of to a pause to stop and think about who we were as people and to change them, I believe, is a great opportunity for us to bring our children, our families closer around us, to be more aware of God and God's people, and to be more aware of the presence of God. And I believe that it was a real opportunity for us to begin to hunger more and more after Him. And, and I know we did a whole show talking about that, the hunger after God. I believe it's going to increase this year. I do, too. I do, too. I really do. This isn't the first time this has happened, and that's no. what a lot of people don't understand. I mean, it's the first time it's happened in my generation, and mm-hmm. probably Tiffany's, probably right. you guys' as in, well. Even but, in ours, yeah. But, I mean, Pearl Harbor happened. We went into World War II. That was a very mm-hmm. similar situation. Mm-hmm. The Spanish flu was a very similar situation. The Civil War was a similar mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. yeah. The Revolutionary War. I mean, it's like we've our country and the world has gone through these surges, and this is right. this isn't new. No, it isn't. But isn't it something how the enemy, you know, because pressure is pressure. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what generation it was. You know, when pressure is hard and when we have that, uh, it comes upon you and, and we can look at it with only our negative glasses or we can look at it through the eyes of the spirit and see that God is wanting to do something that will change what's going on and bring the greatest things out of it that possible because God always wants to show himself when darkness is is dark that's when the church begins to see light bring the light into the darkness and I really believe that that's what we're going to see mm-hmm. in 2021 and and I just think it's amazing uh I just want to honor my husband one more time before we go off and say that I'm very proud of you for sticking at this church for 45 years and, and preaching the gospel to the people in this community and around the world and and for, for showing other young men and women that perseverance, you know, oh, there's been so many exit 
stages. I mean, there was plenty of, of steps and and plenty of uh, openings, you know, to to oh, have, yeah. to have gone through. But but yet, you know, we we decided to stay because there was no peace in that. You guys and, nailed it down, yes, both of you, and that's what you preached to me and encouraged so, me. And very much the so. both of you mm-hmm. are did well, that, and it's an amazing example because even in the short time of my life, I've wanted to run so many times, and mm-hmm. I have thought about you guys and how you've nailed it down, even yeah. when I'm sure it was incredibly yeah. unpleasant. Yeah, it, it was. There, it's not it was. been a bed of roses, mm-hmm. no. uh, but uh, can can I just change the subject for a minute? Yeah. I, I don't know how much Absolutely. longer we have, but. Uh, I just have a question for the panel, and then I have a question, uh, the same question for our listeners. Okay. Because we were talking a moment ago about the, are we in the end times, and is, is the Lord coming back soon? What if we had inside knowledge, information, that the Lord was coming back tomorrow, say at 6 p.m.? Mm-hmm. What would we do between now and tomorrow at 6 p.m.? What kind of urgency would there be in our heart? Would we go charge our credit cards to the max and and just you know have a blast and you know party and 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 or, or what would we do? What would be our or, or would we have such an urgency for the lost that we would go up and down the streets of our neighborhood and say, "Listen, you know, I'm knocking on your door. Jesus is coming. Just I, I know you may not believe me, but just try to believe me. Jesus is coming at 6 p.m. Give your heart to Jesus. I wonder what wonder what we would do." if we had the, the exact time that he was coming back. And we're not going to know because it says mm-hmm. he's coming mm-hmm. as a thief in the night. So we can't predict when he's coming. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just wonder if God doesn't want us to live like he could be coming back any time. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the story of um, Noah. Noah knew that the world was about to be destroyed, and he told people, and they all yeah. laughed at him. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, he, yeah. he, I'm pretty sure he went, and I don't remember exactly, but he went to him pretty urgently, and nobody cared until Mm-mm. the rain was coming and the door was getting shut, and then they really cared. And, yeah, and he didn't know when the rain was coming. Mm-hmm. He didn't know the exact time that it was going to start, or, you know, he had to wait for God to tell him to go into the ark. So, um, yeah. Hmm. That's so and true. And he was though. building an ark he that was... had never existed before. No. Yeah. With God's plans that he, he must have looked like such a nut job. Oh well, yeah, but Evan, Evan Almighty did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a similar parallel, though. I mean, it's, it's like it's really true. Yeah, it's really true. Would people listen any more now than they would then? And they would. Sadly, sadly, we have to say they would not. No, they no. would not. They so would, I, I yeah. feel like you're. If if we were given that knowledge, then our job should be to go to the ones that we know because we all know someone who's lost we every do. single one of us. Um, there's someone in my life right now that, that I am reaching out to constantly. And, uh, because I feel like that's why I was put in their life. That's why they're in my life. Sure. And so if I don't do right with that, mm-hmm. you know, I, f- that's a heavy responsibility. Mm-hmm. But if I knew that tomorrow at 6 p.m. was the last chance that they had, I'd be at their house. I'd be on my way and say, listen, I know that you don't know what to believe, but wouldn't you rather believe and be wrong than not believe and be wrong? That's good. You know, and that's, I was talking with someone today about that. Like, how can you, you know, we don't have any physical, tangible, this is God, here he is right here. We can't do that. So we believe in the unseen, mm-hmm. and we believe in what we have personally felt, mm-hmm. but you still can't hand that to someone. Right. And so 
you have to approach it. My personal approach is, you know, I can't, all I can do is tell you my experience and the experience that I know from others that I trust and believe and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And I can talk about the healing in my life and the, Mm -hmm. and the miraculous provision and, and different things like that. But even that could be a fairy tale. Right. And so I, I told my friend the other day, I said, listen, um, because they have their, their spouse, um, doesn't believe that there's anything after death. Mm-hmm. They you die and, and that's mm-hmm. just it. And my heart was so grieved. And and even even my friend said, I don't understand. They say they believe in God, but they believe that when you die, you just die. And I said, Well, listen, I've never died before, so I can't give you a definitive answer. Well, when I died, I went to heaven or mm-hmm. I went to hell or whatever or I went to purgatory. I can't. I don't have that personal experience that this is what I did. But I choose to believe in what I can't see, but what I can feel. I can't, I can't physically put God right here for you, but I can show you my experience, and, and I would rather believe in an eternity yes. in heaven or an eternity in hell. Because what if you don't That's believe right. and you're right. wrong? Yeah. Uh-huh. So there has to be an urgency yes. because... There's someone in your life that you're meant mm-hmm. to touch, that you're so meant good. to do. And and instead of saying, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? We need to say, God, what, what do I need to do? Yes. What am I supposed to be doing? What, yes. am, what am I going to do? Yes. I mean, your mm-hmm. ministry may not be a worldwide ministry. Yes. It might be a, one a, on local, one. Yeah. a local right in your face yeah. or over the phone or whatever. Yeah. And may that urgency be placed in our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, we need that urgency for the, for the now. We we need that desperately. So yes, Lord, we we need it. That's good. Chris, would you pray for the, our listeners today? And let's just pray that that each one of us would be so sensitive to God, and for what He's got for us for our part in the kingdom of God this year. Heavenly Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name, and God, we come before you for our listeners, Lord, that you just awaken souls and you awaken hearts to the truth, God. The truth, Lord, for each individual one of them, God, to passions and purposes, Lord, that you have um, instilled on them. They may be ignoring, but things that need to happen and need to take place to fulfill your kingdom here on earth, God, the things that need to be done before you return, the the faith and the, the hope that needs to be had, God, in this uncertain situation, Lord, that we live in. And I just pray, God, that people's eyes and hearts will be open towards you and our listeners' eyes and hearts will be open towards you and your truth, God, and what you're trying to speak to them, God, that their hearts won't be hardened, but the doors will be open, Lord, and they listen and they know, God. And we just thank you for protection over all of them, Lord. And thank you for all that you're doing in this um, season we're in. In Jesus' name, amen. Be sure and go to womenaroundtheworldministries.org. And uh, you can visit Darlene's webpage also at darleneroads.org. And uh, there's a lot of good videos, some good stories, and and, uh, devotions on there. And I know you're going to be blessed. I want to encourage you also to be reminded that she has a book. Uh, What's the name of the book? Miracle of the Breaking. The Miracle of the Breaking. And uh, it will bless your lives. It's not a book just for women. Everybody will get something from this book. If you are uh, Spanish-speaking, we have it in the Spanish language. It's also uh, in uh, six or seven other translations, but uh, you can go to Barnes and Noble or you can go to Amazon and get the book or you can uh, order it on uh, any of our websites or Facebook. Thank you. Well, until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. 
Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.